Hey guys, welcome back to Upcoming Entrepreneurs. Today I interview an amazing guy by the name of Adrian Hernandez. This guy is amazing, man. He's doing amazing things. But not only that, we talked about what it takes to get started as an entrepreneur and a lot of other fun shit. Without further ado, here we go, man. Enjoy. First, tell me a little bit about you, man. Yeah, I love it, man. Well, first of all, I do want to say thank you for having me on the show. I'm very, very excited. I uh, did, went, did went through and listened to a few of your episodes. You know, I, I, I love the energy that you're providing. I love the content that you're pushing forward. So kudos to you, my man. Thank you. And continue on the push that you're doing. It's definitely inspiring. Thank you, man. Thank you. As far as myself, I'm, uh, I'm Adrian Hernandez. I am a uh, millennial entrepreneur. I run a real estate company out of Orange County by the name of Intero Real Estate Services. So I own one of the franchises with a few of the partners that are in the Rancho Cucamonga office in Southern California location. I also sell real estate at a high level. I flip property at a high level. We do some wholesale deals. And I'm just now getting into acquiring rentals, which is something that I recently started doing over the last 30 days. I've uh, been flipping for quite some time. And all of my mentors have been pushing me, buy doors, buy doors, buy doors. I've just been getting in my own way. So I finally broke through that. And uh, that's pretty much a little bit about me. That's awesome, man. That's awesome. That's actually a, a, a ultimate goal in the future for me as well, having rental properties, you know. Um, I actually work at, at a bank. And um, uh, I listen to – I can see the people that are retired. There's two different kinds of people. There's the people that have regrets and still they are still working to this day when they don't want to work. And then I have the other, the other uh, kind of customers that have it, have it set, man. They're traveling, they're, they're collecting anywhere from 15 to 20 K a month on just rental properties. They're all paid off. And it's like, dude, like that's the life you need to have, you know? Absolutely. Yeah, man. But, uh, um, uh, you grew up here in, in Orange County. Uh, well, no. So I actually grew up in Rancho Cucamonga, California. Okay. Um, yeah, actually born in Los Angeles and then we moved to Fontana then I ended up, I, I grew up in Ranch Cucamonga slash Fontana, went to Los Osos High School, actually sold real estate, got into the business at 19 years old, wow. sold real estate from 20 to 21, uh, 22, 23, 24. At 25 years old is when I packed up and we decided to move out to Orange County. I opened up, uh, instead of just coming down here and learning the market, <laughs> we went straight to opening up an office, which was a huge learning and growing experience for me. And here we are two, ways, two years later. That's crazy, man. That's crazy. Um, so I actually have a question that, that's going to lead to uh, exactly perfect for this. Um, by Taylor, Taylor Clark. She's actually the one who created the Facebook group that I'm in. Um, she asked, you know, starting your, your, your business, what was the first step you took? Was it, you know, when you decided, was it just going off the bat, getting a website? Was it talking to people? Um, uh, did you plan the business? What was the first step? Yeah, you know, and this is such an important step. And, you know, for the listeners out there, I want you guys to write down if there's a pen and a paper nearby, I want you in big capital letters to write down execution. It's, it's, it's it, and, and execution in the format of going out there and looking for business. I see so many people that when they start in any business, they go, well, I need the perfect website. Yep. You know, Eddie, I need the perfect business card. I can't go out until I get the perfect business card. Yep. So the first thing that I did, and actually my mentor pushed me to do this. So I, I walked into an office. There was a gentleman that I met, and I was begging him to work for his office. So finally he goes, all right, kid, 
Now, mind you, this is before I had my license, okay? So okay. it's five years later, so I can't get in trouble about it. But anyways, this <laughs> is before I had my license. I walk into the office, and he goes, okay, I'm not going to teach you anything else besides the most important thing in this business, and that's how to lead generate. He handed me a stack of 1,000 flyers and said, you don't come back until you door knock. Don't pass out. Door knock these 1,000 flyers. I want the results of, of, of the total doors, and I also want how many contacts you made and what did you receive from it. Wow. So before I did anything, Eddie, before I did anything is I executed, executed at a high level. We went out. I knocked a thousand doors before I even had the opportunity to, to, to let alone walk in the office and sit down as a quote unquote employee. That's crazy. That is crazy, man. It, it's, it's the problem, man. There's too many people thinking about possibly maybe one day they'll go execute if the business card was right and if they had a for sale sign and if the website was perfect. I, am I allowed to cuss on this thing? Yeah, yeah, okay. do it. Be you. Yeah. Man. So, so <laughs> in essence, F that and just go. Just yeah. go. You know, I, I, I shared this with our agents here. You know, we'll have a new agent join us from another company. And then they're, you know, they're sitting there. I'm like, what are you doing? Well, I'm waiting to get my business cards in. What? <laughs> waiting to get your bit. No, here, look, here's the phone. Here are phone numbers. Let's dial. Let's go. Come on. As a matter of fact, I'm going to do it with you. Execution is, is, is the master of getting rid of fear. Execution will set you apart yes. from the competition. Execution is what makes you money. So why aren't we doing it? I love it, man. I love it. Damn, man. I'm pumped already. <laughs> you know who you, who you who you remind me of? Uh, a little bit of Grant Cardone, man. Oh, I love that. Thanks, bro. Yeah, man. I mean, this guy is energetic, man. He's talking about, like, you know, don't complain. Let's get the job done. What's up, man? What do you need to do? Do you want me to sit next to you and fucking make those calls? Let's do it. Whatever we got to do, but let's do it, you know? Exactly. exactly. I love it. And that's what it comes down to, man. There's... You know, I mean, there's so many people that come up with excuses. There's so many people that want to read every single book. Yep. Look, it, I, I, I didn't, you know, I went to college for maybe a semester and I, I couldn't do it. I was not the brightest kid in school. I, but I also, I, but I understood one thing. If I just went out there and did what they tell, what they told me to do, and I did it every single day at a high level, I'll eventually catch the people that are sitting there reading, hoping one day possibly do it. Yep. Yep. And that's, I feel like that's the only way you'll learn. You know, sometimes, yeah, you're, you're going to make mistakes, man. And, and that's, that's human nature. But by making the mistakes is how you learn sometimes too. By the success and by making those mistakes is the way you learn. Well, 100%. And it's the mistakes that set you up for that big win. But yep. I failed a thousand times over. I've had so many mistakes. You know, I remember the first property I sold. I didn't even know it had septic, bro. I had no idea. There was a septic on the property. I mm. didn't put it in the MLS. I didn't tell the homeowners that were buying the property that there was a septic. They yeah. bought the property. We closed to find out that the septic was overflowing in the property. Damn. Right. And, and so that's a huge mistake, right? Yeah. And, so, and some people go, oh, but I need to see it. Just go. Figure yep. the rest out along the way. Yep. That mistake, you, I guarantee you this much, Eddie, I didn't make it again. I didn't, you know, I learned from it. Now yep. I check. Is there septic or is there not septic? Yep. But it's the mistakes that set you up to learn the most. And, and you know, what do they say? When it comes down to being wise, all that simply mean was is that you learn from a, from, a, from a certain amount of mistakes that eventually took you to become wise. Yep. You don't become wise by playing it safe. You become wise by making mistakes, learning from them, and then being able to teach and show others how to not make those same mistakes. Yep. So, so this, this, this question is actually from a, a buddy of mine, uh, Leif. Um, goes, goes, 
hand in hand with what you're saying right now. Um, tell me a time when you fucked up besides this this uh, this septic tank where you fucked up and you fucking like like hit rock bottom, I guess you can say, you know, and you're just like, fuck, what kind of mindset did you have, you know, to be able to get back up, you know, have confidence in yourself, you know, uh, uh, just pretty much get back on the climb. So, you know, I'm not going to say it's an area where I necessarily effed up, you know, if, yeah. if anything, I feel like I made a choice. And so I, I, I'm going to answer this question a little bit differently, but it touched on the second point where you said, where was there a time where you hit rock bottom? Yes. And I'm going to talk about that time. You know, there's been plenty of times where I've quote unquote messed up. However, I was able to come back a little faster from that. This wasn't a mess up. I believe this was a setup. So what okay. happened was, is that I moved down to Orange County. And mind you, I, I went from earning close to about $400,000 as a real estate agent in Orange County. At, or, I'm sorry, in the Inland Empire at 24 years old. Whew. I moved my business from making, you know, 400 grand at 24 years old to go to Orange County to open up a real estate office at 25 years old. So mm -hmm. this was a part where I hit rock bottom. And I'll tell you why. The reason why I hit rock bottom is because I didn't I didn't take the necessary steps to secure my business in Rancho. And then mm. when I decided to move out to Orange County, I started to de develop what's called an ego. And we all have it. But <laughs> yes. I thought, <laughs> but I thought I was the shit of the shit, the cream of the crop. Oh my I gosh. thought I was the best there was. And so I came out here, you know, where I was a big fish in a little pond. I came out here and now I'm like a minnow in this big ass pond, right? Yes. yes. Literally. And so I move out here, I move my business. And then not only that, Eddie, I go and I say, well, you know what? I'm going to get creative and I'm going to start to open up different type of businesses. So before you know it, I started with a mm. real estate office. I'm still selling real estate. I'm trying to flip real estate. I'm trying to do this stuff on online. I'm trying to create all these different revenues of income, and yet I haven't even mastered, let alone the game of selling real estate in a yep. completely different area. Mm -hmm. So my income went from 400 to literally like 200. It was cut in half right away. Fuck. I went from 400 to 200 instantly. And then to top it all off, then I go, I did, I, at that time, I'm like, well, hey, this is a perfect time to get married. So we get married. So you think. That $200,000 wasn't really $200,000. It was more like $120,000 yep. after I paid for the wedding and everything else. So that was the time in my life where I felt like, oh, shit. You're not, I, in, I, you're not an immortal. <laughs> I, I, I am at the, like, yeah, seriously. Like, I'm not immortal, but at the same time, like, I never thought that I would get back down to this point. Yep. And what I did to fix it was I had to get back to the basics. Yes. Yes. I had to get back. I, you know, I had to get back to the basics and I had to, I had to learn to remove my ego from the game. I needed to understand that I didn't know it all, that I wasn't the, 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 as big as I thought it was, I wasn't as good as I thought I was. And, and most importantly, I had to look back to what is it that I failed at so I can learn from it. So I instantly went back to affirmations. I instantly went back to journaling and I stopped journaling because my ego got in the way. Yep. I instantly went back to asking all the people that I was once asking, hey, how do you do this? How do you do that? To going, hey, look, at, I just realized I don't have my shit contr in control. What am I doing wrong? What do I need to adjust? How do I need to get better? And then taking that, what they told me as constructive criticism and making the adjustment. Yep. You see, I feel like too many of us, we let our ego get in the way. We realize, oh, shit, I just lost. 
and then we don't we don't even have the balls to go and ask somebody yes. for help. Yeah, we stay quiet. We we don't want them to judge us. We're scared no. of being judged. We're scared of them saying, "Oh, well, Mr. Big Shot, what happened?" And it's like, no, put that ego aside. Like, you're human. Shit happens, and go out and still be you and fucking figure it out. You know. Yeah, or worst case, it's so spot on. And worst case is that when other people would ask them, "Oh, hey, how are you doing?" Like, oh, I'm doing great. You know, I'm I. Or they'll make up something that's yep. not true. So yep. I started to get very real with people. They'll be like, "Hey, how you doing?" Fuck, man, this shit sucks. Like, I'm not gonna lie, this thing sucks. I I fell, and and I'm at the bottom right now. And you know, this is what's going on, and this is what's going on. I'll share my income with my friends at the time, and I'd be like, "Hey, look it, I'm gonna be 100 percent honest with you guys. This is where I'm at." I'm about to shut down the company because I don't know what to do. I'm about to shut down my own business because I don't know what to do. And I was being very vulnerable with it. And I didn't allow my ego to consume me. It got in the way, but I wasn't going to allow it to consume me and take me over moving forward. Mm. In, in a few of my podcasts, I always try to mention this because I feel like it's so important. In life, Like we all have our ups and downs. you know. And I always tell them, you have to prepare for the downtime. Like me, I'm, I'm doing pretty good, but I know that in the future, I'm going to have another downtime. And if I'm prepared, I'm good. If I'm not, then I'm going to be like, why does this always happen to me? Why me? Why me? And it's like that victim mentality. And it's like, no, dude, like I listen to Gary Vee, you know, and Gary Vee wants to see the crash, you know, because it's going to, you know, get rid of the, all these fakers, one. And two, that's when he's the best. He can buy when things are low, you know? Right. So, so well, it's understanding the game and being prepared. A hundred percent. And and not only that, but just knowing yourself, yes. having, having some real knowledge about who you are. And, you know, I had to take a step back and ask myself, who are you being? Because we had to understand this is that it's not so much what you're doing. That's going to make you who you, who you want to be or where you want to go. It's not so much what you have that determines where you go in life. What determines what you go and what you accomplish and what you end up having is your being, who mm. you have chose to become and be at that present moment. And when life has handed you a bag of shit, you have to learn to look at that bag of shit and also understand who it is that you need to be to deal with that bag of shit and then step over it to then have your breakthrough. So it's the being choice. You have to make the being choice. And what is the being choice? The being choice is I, I am confident. I don't take what people say personally. I, 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 I am a man of my word. I'm enthusiastic. I'm energized. I'm in control. I have the right thoughts. I'm full of positive thoughts. I contribute to all those around me. You see, that's a being choice that I love you make. It. When you step into who it is that you need to be, then you can do what you need to do, and eventually you'll have what you need to have. But a lot of people think, Eddie, if I have the nice car, if I have the big house, if I have the Gucci belt, if I have the Rolex, then, dude, I can be that person. Mm. Mm. No, that's half-assed backwards. Yep, yep. And there's nothing wrong with all that, all that flash and stuff, but, but it's, it's who you are as a person that determines you, not the flash, you know, um, for example, um, like not what I heard something on a podcast. I'm, I'm trying to remember which one it was, but, uh, they said, um, it's not, the money does not define you. What defines you is those moments when you're alone, when you've lost, you know, and, and 
that's when you build your character. That's what defines you. That person you want to be is is there when you hit rock bottom. Who you choose to be then is who you're going to be for life. Yep. So spot on. Oh, man. You know so what, man? I, I, I'm, I'm so glad. You know, um, actually, there was a, a, a gentleman um, who told me to interview you. Um, he He's a... Uh, let me see if I can find him. Oh, um... Dakota? Dakota. Yes. yes, sir. You know him? Yep. I know him very well. And see, that's another guy, you know, like I, I absolutely love Dakota. And if you look at Dakota, he's had some setbacks in his life. Yeah. But what does he do? He picks up where he left off and he keeps learning more. He keeps learning more. And, you know, I, I talk to him all the time and I, and I love the fact that you see, guys, there's there's two different ways you're going to go about this. Life's going to smack you in the face and you're going to play the victim role like you just said, Eddie. Yep. And you're going to think that everything happens to you. Yep. Or you're going to get slapped in the face and realize you got slapped in the face for you to learn something yep. and understand that life happens for you. Yes. Yes. And it's... that's the biggest thing is that it, Tony Robbins talks about this. Oh, life man. doesn't happen to you. Life happens for you. The reason why you got handed your bag of shit was to learn. Yep. It was to learn so you can become the person that knows how to deal with that adversity in the future at a bigger level, at a bigger game. I only lost 200K. That's not a lot of money. I believe it set me up to where if for some reason in the future I was handed a bigger bag of shit, that's call it a mil, two mil, three mil, mm -hmm. I can go, okay, brush it off my shoulder and continue executing at the high level that I know how to execute. Yep. And, and then, and I also feel like, uh, you know, when these things happen, it, it goes back to that reality check that no one is immortal. You know, everybody is human. And when you get too comfortable or you feel like you're that big shot, the ego comes taking over. Uh, this is a reality check saying, no, like you got to go back to the fundamentals, regardless of how high you've gone. The fundamentals are the fundamentals. You know, it's like that, that base. You want to make sure you keep that base because um, if you lose it, then, then, you know, everything comes crumbling down, you know? It's, it's the basics, man. DJ Khaled talks about this. He did an interview and he said, he goes, it all goes down to the basics. He goes, I built an empire from the basics. I've done everything from the basics. Here's the problem. And you've heard this before by Gary Vee. People get too fancy. Yep. They're getting too fancy. They're yep. too fancy with fucking everything. Stick to the basics. Who cares about five IDX websites? Stick to the basics. And for those that are in real estate, what's the basics? Picking up the phone and making outbound calls, mm. going and knocking on doors, doing open houses, calling your past clients and center of influence. That's the basics. The problem is we go and spend thousands of dollars on marketing pieces. We put thousands of dollars in advertisement because we want to get fancy and we want to look cool because of branding and we get nothing in return. Yep. Yep. And that's just, that's just the, it's the truth. We, we got to get back to the basics. It will yep. make you a million dollars and it'll make you $10 million over. However, when you learn not to stick to the basics, that's when you've lost. Adrian, let me ask you a question, man. I, I see your Instagram. I'm, I've been following you for a bit and, uh, you know, I like what you do, man. But for the listeners, you know, um, what time do you wake up every morning? Yeah, so I wake up 4.15 at the latest, 4.15, 4.20 at the latest. Uh, lately, I've been doing my schedule a little bit differently to where in the morning I'm doing some 
some uh, meditation and, and prayer type of thing. It's, yep. it's something that I needed to get back to. So yeah, yeah. prior, I was at the gym by 4.30. I used to be at the gym 4.30, 4.40. Now I'm at the gym at 5. So I oh. wake up, I have my protein shake, I have some oats, and I just sit there and I meditate for a little while. I get my mind right, and then I hop in the car, I go to the gym, and yeah, I'm at the gym. Now I'm at the gym 5, 5 o'clock at the latest. So that's, that's your morning routine right there, huh? Yeah, so 5 to five to 6, I'm at the gym. 6 o'clock, my alarm rings on my, on my iWatch. I'm done. I go, I grab my clothes. I'm out of the, I'm out of the parking lot by 6.02 at the latest. So I can get home by 6.10. I get home at 6.10. I, uh, I have, I have some eggs. I have another protein shake and then I change. I'm at here at the office by 7.15 at the latest. It really just depends what's going on with the dogs in the morning, but I try to be at the office no later than 7.15, 7.15 to 7.30. I do my affirmation journal. I write down 10 things I'm grateful for three things that made me happy. And then I do an I am earning statement. So I do that. I do that 25 times in a row. Once, once I get done with that, I answer some emails, throw on a positive audio and I get uh, audible. And then I get ready for my 8.30 AM role play that we have every single day at our company where we get together, we role play. That's till nine, nine to 11 or right at nine o'clock. I get on the phones. I prospect from nine to 11. 11 to 12, I do follow up and return me emails. And at 12 o'clock, I take a break. So, so, so let me get this straight for my listeners. I'm talking to this gentleman, Adrian. This guy is a six figure earner, and yet he still has a routine. How important is a routine, brother? Like, I mean, like you, you can say that you've gotten certain success, yet you're still doing the routines, you're still. You, I mean, maybe in the in the past you felt a little fancy and, and you fell, but you came back to the basics and you're doing these routines. And I feel like these routines are the ones that start off your day. Now, no one told you to, oh, I'm, I'm assuming no one told you, or no one has a gun to you saying, hey, you got to wake up at four in the morning. That's a choice you made personally, right? 100%. So, so for my listeners, man, like, like how important is a routine, man? How important is it to, I mean, you, you, to the dot, man, you were saying, you know, I woke up at, you know, this time I, I, by this time I'm already in the office. I mean, you already have that routine locked down. You know, how important is it for someone to have this kind of routine if they want to see success? It's the most important. When you look at any millionaire, when you look at any, any billionaire, they have a very solid routine. I just saw Mark Wahlberg's routine yesterday. It's off the charts. He's up at two 30 in the morning. He's working out <laughs> at three 15. You look at Warren Buffett. He has a solidified morning routine. Everybody that you meet that has created a high level of success has a massive and, and not just, I don't want to say massive, has a solid morning routine. You're only as good as your morning routine. And this, mm. and this is one thing that I've learned. The morning routine sets you up for the entire day. I get done what most agents don't get done by noon. I can literally end my day at one o'clock and be perfectly fine with my results if I, if I was mediocre, but I'm not. So if I mm. wanted to, I can be done by one and make and, and literally get done in the course of six to one that will most agents get done all day. It's the morning routine that launches you into the day. It's the morning routine that solves your problems throughout the day. And here's the problem. And I'm going to tell you this. You said, you know, I am a six figure earner and, and, you know, yeah, I stick to the, I stick to the basics. I do. But I also believe this. I also believe that in this economy, six figures ain't shit. 
Yep. I, and, and I believe that it's the routine that's going to help you get to seven, eight, and nine figures. And if you really want it bad enough, you won't let any amount of money stop you from keeping you on your routine. Oh, I love it, man. I love it. <laughs> I thank you. I'm glad you went there, man, because uh, most of us, you know, that, that uh, uh, haven't hit that six-figure income yet think that once we hit it, like we're set, <laughs> you know, like if we can only get there and it's like... I feel like, no, you got to think bigger, you know, why, why not think, you know, shoot for a million, why not shoot for a million, you know? Well, and even then, and when you shoot for a million, why don't you shoot for 10 million? Because right yes. now, you know, Grant Cardone just did this thing the other day on Facebook. He's, it's a video called, if you're, if you're at a million dollars, you're broke. And it's very true. I was just, you know, we, we had a conference with Ed Milet a few months ago and Ed Milet was on stage and he says, if you have a million dollars, you're broke. That's not enough money. That mm. you're, you're in Orange County, you're not even buying a house. Like there's no possible way you can survive nowadays on a hundred grand, let alone two hundred grand, let alone a million bucks. So I'm going to challenge your listeners: if you think a million's a lot of money, you need to get out of your comfort zone. You need to go. You need to go. Literally, go down Newport, walk into these car dealerships, and ask them how much a Pagani is. Ask them how much the new Lambo SVJ is. Ask them, and then ask yourself shit wait hold on that's half a million bucks is a million bucks a lot then or here's a better question or here's a better thing to do go to the brokers opens and go to the open houses along the coast in malibu in laguna in newport that are 13 14 20 30 million dollars a million dollars ain't shit the only thing a million dollars would do was maybe get you a herms belt and a nice mercedes upgrade upgrade your mentality you know what brother you just fucking blew my mind like honestly um I'm thinking about it, and as I'm listening to you, the only thing that I can think of is, Eddie, you only have one fucking life. Like, are you going to live the rest of your life? Are you going to live this life that's been given to you to hit a million only? Like, there's so much benefits, or there's so much uh, uh, amazing things you can do, but it, the money's holding you back because your your mindset is, a million dollars is, is, is a, a lot of money, you know? If you, so, think your, if you think a million dollars is a lot of money, you'll never even get to half a million. Yeah. So, so I mean, you've just, I mean, I, I got to rethink everything now, <laughs> you know? <laughs> well, I'm it's crazy, good, man. And I'm glad I challenged you, man. Yeah. Because, Eddie, at the end of the day, bro, if, if, if we're thinking, you, you got to think, you know, and I learned this when creating visions for yourself. If you, if you go out there and say, okay, I'm going to go out there and I'm going to make 300000 and you get to 300000 you shut off. So why not shoot mm -hmm. for 15 million? Why not shoot for 50 million and you'll never shut off? You'll always keep going. You'll always yes. keep helping people. You'll always keep evolving. You'll always continue to make yourself and the world a better place. But I'm going to mm -hmm. say this. The world is the world, God, whatever you believe in, it's only going to give you what you can handle. And if you're mm. having a hard time right now with 100 grand, if you're having a hard time right now for you listeners with 50 grand and you're out there buying Gucci belts or you're mm. out there buying Louis Vuitton purses or for you ladies, those red bottom shoes or whatever it is that you're out there buying and you can barely control 10 G's. The world is never going to reward you with the million. Mm. So start to create the fundamentals, stick to the basics up until the point where you can afford it and stop trying to be all flash with no cash. Yes. Yes. I see that all the time, man. Um, people flaunting their BMWs, their, their Audis, and 
I mean that they work for the car. Yeah, you know, not even that. But you know, I saw this meme the other day. It said, "Tell me more about your five thousand dollar handbag as you live in apartment nineteen F." Yes, like yes. What the fuck? Like change the tone, change the change the. And I've done that, bro. Look at I. Yeah, I remember when I had my first hundred thousand dollar month. I was twenty four or twenty three years old, and I'm like. Fuck, I just made 100 G's in one month. What was the first thing I did? I went and bought a, a dumbass Brightly because I wanted people to like look at my watch. I went and bought a, it was a $10,000 watch. And I'm like, oh, check this out, check this out. And then I realized people don't give a shit. And you look like yeah. a jackass. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man. Being real, like they don't even take you seriously because they know like, wait, hold on. This guy just made this much money and then you win yourself. How about going and buying yourself a house? How about going and buying yourself some stock or something that's going to last you a long period of time or that's going to double in income? Like, okay, maybe if I would have bought like a nice Rolex, a gold Rolex that I knew was going to appreciate in value. No, I went and bought a fucking Brightly. Like, Mm -hmm. I love Brightlies and don't get me wrong, they're great watches, but just think about the stupidity that went into my mind at 23 years old. Yep. So to help some of you listeners, you're going to go through it. There's nothing wrong with that. Just don't get caught in it. And if you can learn something from this talk and you can learn something from the upcoming entrepreneurs, if you can learn something from this podcast is do what is, do what is hard now so you can live a life that is easy. Don't do what is easy now because you'll end up living a life that is hard. Yes. Yes, man. I love it. I, I have a, a similar saying that says, uh, be uncomfortable now so that you can live a comfortable life later. Regardless of what you choose, you're going to be uncomfortable. Either you're uncomfortable now or you're going to be uncomfortable later once you're your older age and, and struggling. So you choose when you want to be uncomfortable, you know? 100%. Uh, um, so I have a question uh, from Spencer McSane, uh, one of my buddies. Um, he says, what is the biggest piece of advice you will give your younger self when you were just starting on the path? Think bigger. Think bigger. Think bigger. Think way fucking bigger. That's what I would tell myself. If I, I, I would actually, I would tell myself to think bigger. And, and, and I know it's only a one question, but I'm going to throw it into two. I would tell myself to think bigger and take more action. Mm. take more i took a lot of action i i did out i outworked 99 95 of my of of my competition but i wish that i would have outworked 110 of my competition i wish that i wouldn't have maybe acted so young and got drunk on the afternoons when i could have been putting that towards action i wish that yep. i would have i, I if, if i can go back i would punch myself in the face every time i did that <laughs> and then every time that i thought that a hundred grand was a lot of money in one month or every time i thought that a million dollars was something that i wanted to get to and, and that's so much money i would punch myself in the face that's something that i would do because i personally believe that we need to think bigger and we need to take bigger actions that's the only way that we're going to get bigger results yep yep um kenny says what keeps you driven towards your goals, man? Yeah, so what keeps me driven, man, is, is ultimately the long-term goal and, and always, always one-upping myself. So the first, the first thing that keeps me really driven is, you know, I, I always create a vision board. So believe what you want, I create a vision board. And that keeps me highly driven. Like on my vision board, there's there's a G6, right? There, there, there's, a, there's a Kona Seg, the one. Okay. It's a $3 million car. 
Okay. Dang. And so, and, and those are, those are, you know, those are materialistic things that keep me driven. And then the biggest thing that keeps me driven is my vision. You know, for those of you that are listening, if you don't have a vision, you need to get a vision. You need to sit down. You need to write out a 5, 10, 20-year vision. Look into the future and work your way backwards. You know, I look at what I want to do long-term. When, I'm, when, when I decide that I no longer want to, quote-unquote, you know, you know, be actively engaged in real estate, I want to go out there and I want to give back to the community. Well, in order for me to do that, I have to, go, I have to push every single day. And, you know, yeah. I, I'm known to have a lot of energy and enthusiasm. So I always get the question, Adrian, how do you have so much energy? It's really simple. Turn it on when it needs to be turned on and then turn it off when it needs to be turned off. I think of it like a switch, Eddie. Think of a switch in the back of your head. Mm-hmm. And right now, like if you caught me 35 minutes ago, I was on my desk, like literally, like I, it was looked like I was about to pass out. But I knew at, I knew I have a podcast to get on to. At 4.45, I need to get on this damn thing. So guess what I did? I literally, my alarm went off two minutes before. I said, switch on. I'm alive. I'm excited. I'm full of energy. Let's move. Pick up the phone. Let's do this damn thing. It doesn't matter how I'm feeling. I know that I need to turn on the switch. That's exactly how Tony Robbins does it. I mean, I'm listening to you and I'm I'm, I'm visioning Tony Robbins when he's about to go into the stage and he's getting pumped up. And I'm just like, damn. Yeah, that's what you have to do, man. You have to change your state. You, and, and Tony Robbins talks about that. I've, I've been through multiple Tony Robbins seminars, and that's where I learned it. You have to learn to change your state. So right before, I, right before I go into a meeting, I'm alive, I'm excited, I'm full of energy. I now demand my subconscious mind to direct me in helping as many people as possible today to better their lives by giving me the strength, the persuasion, the bravery, the humor, the words, whatever it takes to show these people, to get these people to change their lives now. Let's go. Woo! <laughs> I'm pumped, man. <laughs> Every single Damn. I, I do. I, so when I'm at the gym, I say that to myself multiple times over. And I say that to myself multiple times over and over and over and over and over again. Right before I go on stage to, to, to speak multiple, multiple, multiple times over again. Right before I go up in front of my office to, to lead a sales meeting over and over and over again. Man. So. Now I'm going to start asking you my questions. <laughs> I'm hoping that that was enough for, for my listeners, my, 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 my friends that, that I know always support me. Um, they gave me more, but I try to get a few from each. So now it's, it's me. Um, luck, man. The people that don't know you, people that see you from, from, from outside, I know some of them are going to be saying, man, this guy's lucky. You know, he's lucky that, that, that he's making that much. He's, I mean, how does that make you feel? I think they're full of shit because luck is nothing more than preparation meets opportunity. You guys have all heard that before. Luck oh, yeah. is nothing more than you preparing to meet the opportunity. The problem is not everybody is preparing. So when the opportunity shows up, they can't even see it. I don't ever think that I was lucky. I just simply think that I've worked my ass off to prepare and I'm continuing to work my ass off to prepare. So when the opportunities arise, I can not only see them, but I can take advantage of them. There's no such thing as luck. You create your own luck. You know, I, you know, I, and I have some friends that go, Oh, that's luck. Oh, or, and you know, there, there may be a couple of things where, you know, you're just at the right place at the right time, but not on a long-term perspective, not on a continuous, not on a con, not continuously. So, and therefore, 
you have to understand that if you're not working towards what it is that you want to do every single day, then the opportunities, they may come up, but you're never going to see them. And you create your own luck by getting your ass to work. You create your own luck by doing all the things that you don't want to do. And then the world or God or whatever it is that you believe in will bless you with that, will give you that. And that's what people call quote unquote luck. I love it, man. Now, keep in mind, listeners, that I have not talked to this guy until now. My previous podcast, I hope Leith doesn't get mad at me for bringing it up. But in my previous podcast uh, interview, I was interviewing Leith and um, uh, we were talking about luck. And he mentioned, you know, he was actually trying to, I guess he was asking me a question. Like, do you think this is luck? Where he um, went to the gym, met this guy. And, and he's a video, uh, I mean, a, uh, um, a programmer, right? So, so this uh, website programmer. So this guy, you know, they started talking and this guy is like a famous uh, rapper. And he says, hey, can you make the, this uh, uh, website pro, you know, program for me? So he feels like that was luck. And I mentioned to him, like, no, dude, do not discount your hard work. Now, this guy's been going to school for two years to be a, a, a you know, to be a, a website programmer. Um, he was originally going to be a dentist, you know, and now he became a, 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 what is it? I'm sorry, a website programmer. So I told him, look, if you would have continued your path like a dentist, you still would have met this guy. You still would have talked to him. He still would have told you how he's a famous rapper, but the opportunity wouldn't present itself because you weren't ready for it. Because you're ready for the opportunity is that's the reason why you uh, it, it came. It wasn't luck. Dude, you fucking work your ass off every fucking day for two years to get here. So I, I agree 100%, man. Like, there's certain things in my life that people say I'm lucky, you know? My wife, finding my wife, oh, I'm lucky. Hell no. Like, I had to work on myself to be this sexy guy for her to even look at me. You know what I mean? <laughs> exactly. So, so honestly, like, I, yeah, like I said, there is a little bit of luck. I, I, I get it. But to an extent, man, you have to fucking put the time and effort Les Brown says, it's better to be ready for an opportunity and not have one than to have an opportunity and not be ready for it. You know what I'm saying? Spot on, bro. Spot on. Yeah, man. So, so I'm glad that you said that, man. It, it, it just, it just uh, emphasizes, it just you know, clarifies to listeners like what it takes to, I guess, quote unquote, be lucky. You know, the harder you work. It's funny how the harder you work, the luckier you get. And we just got to change the mindset. So many people yes. are playing. So many people play a victim mindset where, you, oh, my God, you're lucky. Or if you guys start to think that shit, you're never going to get what you want. Change the tone and start to be happy for the people that you see. Don't think of it as luck. Think of it. They work their ass off. Some of them are blessed with parents that gave it to them. Who gives a shit? Be happy for them. Don't think that it's a luck. Go out there and create your own luck. And I guarantee you, you won't think that. And that goes to, uh, that goes to another uh, another uh, uh, topic that I usually talk about when a lot of people say, oh, well, this person, yeah, the parent gave it to him. Like you said, who gives a shit? But maintaining it is fucking a, 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 a key in this fucking success, too. Like you can get something, but if you don't know how to maintain it, you're going to fucking lose it all. So if they are able to maintain it, then that's a level of success. You know what I mean? 100%. So, like, stop fucking saying, oh, he was lucky because he got this. Like, no, he's got to maintain it. So he's still got to fucking work his ass off to get, you know, to, to maintain it. Spot on. 
And that and, and, um, and, and that's just a thing. I mean, we, we, we got to get at the end of the day, guys, let me tell you what that is. That's ego. That, that, that's yep. your that's your ego saying, oh, but they're lucky or oh, but they're this way or it's because of this or it's because of that. You, let, let me be real with you. It's because of your ego. And if when you remove your ego and if you look at ego and if you write it down for those who have a pen and paper near them, spell out ego. What does it spell out? It's E-G-O, right? Yep. What happens when you cross out the E? Go. Go, go, go. You go. That's it. And the problem is that E is in the way, which is you, and you're not willing <laughs> to remove it to understand that you just need to go. Yep. Go. I love go it. get out of your way. Go get out of your bullshit. Go get out of your mindset. Go get out of your cockamamie ideas of what you think luck is and just get to work. So let me ask you, man, what, what book you say you listen to a lot of audio, right? Uh, but what book was the game changer for you? The magic. I mean, yeah. What is it? The magic of believing magic of believing. Okay. For me, for yeah, the magic of believing by Claudio Bistro. So for me, it was, it had everything to do with, with the self image and what I believed in at the end of the day, what I thought was real and what wasn't real about myself and everything changed. Everything changed the moment that I changed what I chose to believe in. And then the second one is the, it's kind of hard to put the second one, but have your listeners go listen to that one first before I break into the second one. Yeah, man. Sounds good. No, definitely. Um, where can, where can my listeners find you, man? Uh, are you, where are you more engaged? Yeah. So I'm, I'm more engaged on Instagram. So if you guys want to go to Instagram, my handle is Adrian Hernandez, very simple, Adrian Hernandez. And so you could find my, you can find my Instagram. Just look me up, follow me. I'm always on my stories. I'm also, I'm also posting good content. You can also find me on YouTube, subscribe to my YouTube channel. Just type in Adrian Hernandez. I'm finally ranked above the basketball or the baseball player. Yes. So, you know, you won't find him anymore. You'll find me, but go subscribe to that. I haven't actually posted a video in about six months. I've been reamping my, um, my style to what I'm going to be putting on YouTube. And so that's going to be changing. However, there are videos coming out by the end of this month that are going to be fire. So make sure you guys check those out. I love it, man. So, so for my listeners, I've been following him on Instagram. And his content is amazing, man. I mean, it, it pumps you up. It gets you motivated. It gets you ready. Um, if you can just every morning, you know, just follow him and, and see a video of his. I'm telling you guys. I'm telling you guys. You're going to get pumped. If you can just get 10% of what he does, I'm pretty sure you guys will get to a different level of success. This guy is killing it, you know. I don't know what, what to expect from the YouTube, but I'm definitely going to check that out, man. <laughs> yeah, check it out. I actually did a video where I lost $200,000 the day I was moving. Well, I'd say the day but the month i was moving out to orange county i had lost two hundred thousand dollars on a deal it was actually three deals that didn't go through they would have been the biggest deals in my career and they fell out of escrow and i talk about how i how i went through it how i overcame it and pretty much how i came out here with with very 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 little money and started this brokerage that i had no idea how to run and here we are today that's crazy man that's crazy you got to risk sometimes. You got to take that risk, you know? You do. You, you, you know, and I, I'll leave you guys with this. If, if we have any more questions or not, great. But I'll, I will leave you with this. 
whatever scares you, do it. Whatever makes your heart race where you literally think to yourself, how the fuck am I going to do that? Just do it. When, when, when your mind and you have the butterflies and everything in your body and your, and your system is telling you don't do it, just do it. That's where you get your biggest breakthroughs. That's where you grow the most. I remember the first flip that I did ever. I was 23 years old. And I thought to myself, there's no way I'm going to figure this out. And I remember looking at it going, this scares the shit out of me. And I remembered that quote and I did it. It was the biggest breakthrough that I had in, in my flipping career. Now, it's very simple for me to do. I remember going and opening up a brokerage. My, you know, I had, I had two, two guys that were pushing me to do it. And in my, the back of my head, I'm like, I do not want to do this. And then I remembered, why don't I want to do it? Well, because I'm scared as shit. Okay, do it then. I love it. Don't think, don't think, don't, don't overthink it. Just fucking do it, right? Just do If it scares you, do it. Think about this. I'm sure a lot of you guys or a lot of you girls, you may have seen a very attractive guy or you may have seen a very attractive girl and it scares you. You get the butterflies in your stomach. Your heart starts racing at at 100 miles an hour. For those that didn't do it, I guarantee you, you probably were kicking yourself in the ass afterwards. But for those that did do it, I guarantee you, it was the biggest breakthrough you've had. And some of you are even with those people. Yep. Love it, man. I love it. So I do have two couple a couple of questions left, and we should be good, man. But first of all, man, thank you for coming on. Uh, thank you for what you do, man. And you know, there's gonna be a beginning of a of a great relationship, you know. So uh, I'm a I'm gonna thank Dakota for you know uh, guiding me towards you, man. Um, my last two questions. Uh, the first one is, if you were to die tomorrow, brother, and were reborn an animal, what animal would that be, and why? A fucking eagle. An eagle? An eagle. I'll be reborn an eagle. Why? Because an eagle an eagle is the only creature that is able to, to fly at a certain altitude. And the ego, the, the ego, I said ego. The, <laughs> and, the, and the reason why I like eagles is because of this. An, an eagle, when he sees when he's approaching a storm, he doesn't fly through the storm. He flies above the clouds and finds a way to find to, 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 to get through it. No shit. When th- th- there's a story that that uh, what are those blackbirds? Uh, the crow. The crow likes to pick at the ego, and there's times that the crow will go and pick on the pick on the eagle, and he'll pick on him and pick on him and like pick at his feathers while they're flying. Well, do you know that the the, the eagle doesn't go back and pick at him? Guess what the eagle does? I don't know. He flies higher. all the way up as high as he can fly where the crow Can can't fly him? that high. <laughs> because the crow is limited by how fly, how high it can fly. The and eagle, an eagle can destroy a crow well, easily. Can, oh, all day. But guess but, what but he does? He flies. He just I'm ignores. I'm not even going to give you the time of day. What I'm going to do is I'm going to go up to my altitude where I'm comfortable at. Let me go back up. Because he soars at a higher level. I love it. I love it, man. I love it. That's that's amazing. Um, my last question. This one's a new one for for all your listeners. Um, what is your definition of entrepreneur? Somebody that jumps off of a cliff and learns how to build the plane on the way down. Shit. Woo! I love that's it, my man. definition. Somebody that jumps and figures it 
out on their way down. I don't believe you're an entrepreneur unless you've literally said, all right, cut the cord. There is no parachute. Give me this. I'm going to figure it out and jumps. There's no safety net. There's no second job. There's no third cousin paying you. There's no family. I mean, there could be some family business. You know, I don't know. That's going to discourage anybody out there. There could be, you know, but just jump and figure it out. Just jump and figure it out and know that you got all the answers within yourself. Just jump. I love it, man. Adrian, thank you very much, man. I appreciate what you did for me today. Um, no, thank you, man. Thank you for having me on. And I actually apologize. You may may hear some road noise. I just I have an appointment to go through. I didn't I didn't know we were going to go an hour, so I completely. Ap- it's okay. It's okay. Thank you. If you guys heard some road noise, please please don't mind it. <laughs> just know that I'm going to go take a listing, and so just that can pump you up to go do whatever yeah. it is that you do to succeed in your you know business. What? That's what entrepreneurs <laughs> do, man. They got to multitask. They got to figure it out, man. Thank you once again. I'm gonna let you go because you gotta go do. You, man, and we'll talk soon, man. Six months, a year. I'm going to, you know, reach out to you again and see, you know, if we can do this again. Absolutely, man. Let's let's stay in touch. Anything I can do for you, any people I can connect you with. With Eddie, please, man, give me a call. You have my yes. cell phone number. Shoot me a text. Call me. You're never bothering me. I'm always here to help you. I appreciate you having me on the show. For all you listeners out there, Eddie Eddie is doing a lot for the community. He's doing a lot to even just invest his time. There's no money in this, just so you guys know. I know that very well. There's no return for anybody. So what I'm going to ask you guys to do, and this is probably the first time that a, that a uh, that somebody that's speaking will ask somebody besides the actual person owning the podcast, but what I'm going to ask you guys to do is go tell a friend. Share this with a friend. Share Eddie's channel, Upcoming Entrepreneurs, with a friend. Let them know. That's the biggest way that we grow, guys, because there's always a one nugget that somebody's going to take from somebody else, and they're going to thank you for it. So go out and contribute to the world. Remember, your compensation is in direct proportion to the amount of people that you serve selflessly. So help Eddie out. Go serve selflessly. Spread the word on his podcast. And Eddie, thank I you, thank brother. you, my thank man. You. Bye-bye.